So Denise, um, did you realize this is our fifth show? Do you think we should, I think we should keep doing this. I think it went well last week. What do you think? Well, I we mean, think it does well, but it's like, what does everybody else think? And of course I haven't heard it or heard anything that anybody's heard it. So I guess uh, we I know. go by what Matt. I don't ladies, know these things I've been hearing. Ladies, I've been, ladies, yeah. ladies what? Uh, what? Uh, uh, you're on the air. What? <gasps> oh. Oh, 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 okay, all right. Well, Denise, Matt, everybody, listeners, welcome, welcome to our fifth show. That's right. Wow, it is our fifth show already. I don't know if there's some um, award you get for, um, you know, like five shows, but welcome to two broads talking silly about nothing. And because he was in such big demand from our last show, yes, um, Yes, we are going to be bringing back our special guest from upstairs, Mr. Alex Lucchese. And we will be bringing him back soon. He's going to be coming on really fast, sooner than expected, because we just can't wait to talk to him. So we're not going to spend much time talking by ourselves first. So before we do, um, Denise, how are you? How's, um, how's Clown and Burrito? How's everything going? Yeah, find those things. Now, I have to ask you something. You said something about Martin Clunes. Martin Clunes. Martin, Clu Martin Clunes, yes, yes. Have you seen Reggie Parent or William and Mary? Both. About I've seen about everything. Oh, okay. I've seen almost everything. Because yep. he is awesome. Yep. Yep. I've seen okay. him. I've seen, I've seen his wildlife shows too. He's almost like. Yeah. A, um, is Steve Irwin or what Irwin or whatever the the poor man that that died and his son and daughter are also now following his footsteps. The guy that did the the um the nature show. Oh um, yeah, was, he, was, uh, he was he was killed by a um, stingray. Well, he's like that. Martin Coons yeah. does a whole bunch of wild um wild animal shows, and but yet he has this, he has an acting you know career as well. It's amazing. Islands of America. Yes, I've okay, seen that. He's the one person we both want on. We got to push for him. Well, I hope you could see in the background, Ricky is with us today. Yeah, not as a guest. We have Alex. We have and Alex. that's why I did uh, it. Couldn't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no problem with the mind going. I don't know what you mean by that. What do you mean by that? That's saying me. <laughs> what do you think it means? You? He is. He is here. Do you hear that? <laughs> he was here. That's yeah. That's, that's a yeah. A moment. A moment from Ricky. Can you see him? Can you see him behind me? <laughs> Are you looking? Yeah. I'm focused. I'm focused on Alex's um little minion. <laughs> Yes, yes. And I want to ask you, I'm very concerned about, I know we're going off topic here, but that doesn't matter. I've learned in my note taking that it doesn't matter to go off topic. Um, I saw something sad about Hugh Jackman, that he had a skin biopsy. It's like on his nose, where he had, did you see that, Denise? Yes. No, and I didn't Matt see had, that. Matt says yes. I'm just so ashamed of myself that I didn't see that. I loved him, but he didn't uh, notify me. I cannot believe Matt has heard about it. I have heard about it and you haven't. Well, I guess in three months or something like that, he gets another checkup, but he's, because he's doing a show right now, I, I, I read, but um, we'll have to look, look that up and look into that. Or you should, Denise. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking of you when I saw that. I was thinking of you. 
I'll write but, it um, on the side. You should take a note of that. You should take a note of that. Hmm. <laughs> she's really doing it. She's really writing it down. She is. Yeah. Look at that. Look at she's writing something down. Oh my goodness. That is that shows you just how important Hugh Jackman is in her life. She's writing <laughs> down something. Oh my goodness. Wow, 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 wow. All right, well, right out. I am. I, I do oh, want to know how somebody's doing. So I'm going to ask you, Matt, how's Miles Beverly and Charlie Beverly? And, oh, I said, I said, I said somebody's name wrong. <gasps> I said Miles Beverly, and then I said Charles Beverly. Well, you Charles have Brooklyn, Charles yeah, Brooklyn. You have it written and, wrong, wrong on your, on your, on your notes there. <laughs> when I looked away, I said it right. It was when I looked away. And then I was going <laughs> to, and Ben, of course, I do want to ask you about Ben. How um, are all, all of them? Everyone's good. Everyone is good. Everyone's alive. Uh, ben, out of nowhere today after dinner, I was sitting there eating my dinner and waiting for my wife to join us. And all of a sudden he comes over and he starts going, like he was telling me a story. I had no idea Aww. what the story was, but he was like, I have to tell you this particular story, you know? As you know, back in 1970. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, just like that. Yeah, but he was telling me some kind of a story, and I was sitting there going, Hey, what happened? As you know. <laughs> I'd love to hear your dinner story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having too much fun with these sound clips. But anyway, yeah, everyone's good. Everyone's good. Great. Awesome. Well, Denise, now I'd like to hear how Clown and Burrito are. I just love asking somebody how Clown and Burrito are. What a combination. Only you would name your cats Clown and Burrito. Well, Burrito came with the burrito. I named him Clown, but it's a perfect fit. They're just the same. Yeah, they haven't done anything terribly thrilling. They're getting along great. And, you know, <laughs> And Alex is going to be my house sitter, right, Alex? My boy. Well, I think yeah, that's a good shifting time because I think we want him on most of our shows. So I think that's a good segue into um, introducing Alex. For those of you who have, may have missed him um, from last week, from our last show, let me introduce to you to him once again. Here he is. He is our very special guest all the way from upstairs. He is, let me see if I get this right, a director, a singer, set designer, costume designer, extraordinaire, scenic designer. I don't know, I already said that. Um, did I mention housemate, playwright, English teacher, humanitarian teacher? I don't know, speak out, whatever. He does a bunch of stuff. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Alex Lucchese. <laughs> show ever he directed that and i assisted directed i did not tell matt to play that that was perfect oh that was brilliant i did not tell matt to play that matt that's genius does matt know that if it hadn't been for that show you wouldn't have had your former roommate no matt doesn't know that that's where i met my former um roommate who happened to be my former husband yeah no that's hysterical Oh, um, so while I was waiting here in the green room, aka my closet, <laughs> I, I heard some things I need to comment on. Oh, First of all, of Denise, they can't pick on you for not knowing about Hugh Jackman because if they're looking at his nose, they're looking at the wrong part of him. Wasn't oh it God, his nose? What? Wasn't it his nose? It might be, but you shouldn't be. If you're looking at Hugh Jackman, don't waste your time looking at his nose. Was not why Hugh Jackman became famous. Listen, listen, for the record, I read it. I never look at Hugh Jackman's nose. I look at his face and his abs. That man is gorgeous. And I'm Just, totally fine. Does your wife it. feel comfortable with this, Matt? My wife is like, my husband loves Disney and music, music theater. How is he, you know, 
how is he heterosexual? But anyway, well, per- perhaps she should talk to my ex-wife. <laughs> they can have a support group. Yeah. Don't <laughs> lie to me. I was that straight man. Um, the other thing that Amy forgot to mention, which, you know, should be like the biggest event in her life right now is yesterday was our one year anniversary of being housemates. Oh. 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 Wait, wait, wait. I have a, I have a sound, I have a sound clip for that. <laughs> I was going to send you the Flintstones happy anniversary song, but I decided not to. <laughs> Um, oh, see, so, without yes. without it, it would have been the Beatles. Uh, you say it's your birthday. It's my birthday too. Oh yes! I, oh man, I should have done that. Oh my gosh! Well, I just say one it. year I have lived in this house with Amy now. You poor. We man. had a third person <laughs> who disappeared. Yes, disappeared. Um, kind of in the night. Ooh, gone. So I want to tell you something interesting that's been happening the last two days, which I haven't even gotten to tell Amy because, you know, she was not in her best state. Well, I was sick. I did tell them I was sick yesterday. Yes, audience members, but I'm fine. Go ahead, Alex, share. So we yesterday share. morning, I went to the parking lot of my school and there's a coyote there who's just kind of mm. hanging out. Mm. And, you know, of course we have middle schoolers, so I'm kind of worried about middle schoolers who might get too close. So we have to call animal um, control and they come and get the coyote, fine. This morning I drive into the parking lot of my school and there's an eagle there who's limping oh around my. the parking lot. Oh, wow. Um, that we thought had a broken wing or something, um, but they took him to an animal's salvation place or whatever, who confirmed that the wing is not broken, the leg is not broken, they're not quite sure why it's limping the way it is, but they're taking care of the eagle and looking at it. So mm. we are now not just a charter school; we are also also apparently animal rescue. Because you know, every oh day, my gosh, like we've yeah. had turkeys before and stuff like that in the fall. But yeah, I've heard I've that. I've never seen a coyote or an eagle. Wow! And the coyote looked like he had been bitten or something Ugh. by something. So Ooh. you know, it's been very interesting. I don't know what I'm going to find tomorrow morning. The coyotes, that's a little scary. The kids around. Well, you know, Denise lives in the same town where my school is. She knows how wild it is. Yeah, I'm so, just so surprised. You know, Framingham, the new frontier. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hanging out with the crazy wild animals there, uh, Denise. something <laughs> yep. three, so I can't wait to see what you see tomorrow. Well, we'll have to see because tomorrow is the last day of summer school. Mosquito. Oh boy. And I have 10 whole days to myself before the regular school year starts. Oh what boy. will I do? What wild things will I get into? Oh God, help us. Help, help you. Us I'm living, you're the one who's living with me. It's, what else do you ladies want to talk sounded... about tonight? I don't know. Denise, what do you got? I talk to them all the time. Go um, for it. Are you planning any theater stuff? Um, I'm waiting for theater stuff to come to me because over the last, you know, since the pandemic started, every time I plan a theater thing, nobody shows up for it. So, you know. I know that feeling. I'm supposed to give a playwriting seminar a week from Tuesday and no one signed up. So that's not going to happen. <laughs> How long was the seminar for? It's just one night. That's it. I would have taken that. Mm. Sign up. Too late now. I know, too late. <laughs> but now that we're Facebook friends, next time you plan one, you can tell me. I was just going to say, you're Facebook friends now with Matt. So now you can check his announcements for like, especially um, the, what was it? The company, theater company of Sagas. Is that the one that's doing um, play readings? The thing I signed up for, Matt. So, yeah, um, I'm gonna is, just end. I'm probably that... gonna. I'm probably gonna end up asking people to do it. But I actually okay. have a play, play about uh, the Disney Company during the '80s and the '90s when Eisner and Wells were in charge of it. So I'm gonna need. Uh, I'm gonna need dudes. You're gonna need me to play Eisner or Wells, right? Um, absolutely. There you go. <laughs> See, I said something. You can no longer say I don't help you. You can no longer say I don't help you. 
Okay, I and you're you. not in my new agent. I'm pulling you. I'm pulling you, and you don't like it. Is that another Ricky Gervais thing? No, it's uh, this guy called. Um, I I listened to a um, I listened to a like a morning talk show, and they started playing this clip of this guy who he calls himself the punk um, magician. And he has like this thing on, I can't remember, David Sleaze and he does this whole, you know, it's an illusion. He's like, you know, hey, look, look at this pencil. It's gone. It's an illusion. <laughs> it's an illusion. It's like, I'm fooling you and you don't like it. You know, that kind of nonsense. I see. It's like on the line with like the amazing Jonathan kind of thing. So, so Denise, did you go and... um and research everything that Martin Clune has been in to try to catch Amy in a lack of knowledge. Is that what you did? No, my friend told me about um, Reggie Parent ages ago. I started watching him again and I watched Mary and William. A William while and ago. Mary. Yeah. William and Mary. And that was, yeah. Then there's A for Acid, where he actually plays a serial killer. Yeah. The only time I've seen him play a villain type of yeah. character. And Alex has watched most of these with me. Yeah. You liked that, didn't you? You liked Day I love Day for Acid. You got to remember to wait for the acid to dissolve the gallstones. Otherwise, <laughs> you get caught. We all love him. I think we should try to get him. Hmm. Have you watched the men behaving badly? That's when he was in his like 30s. That's when he was really cute. I thought he was cute. Okay. That man has never been attractive one day at in that his age. Life. At that age, yes. That's when he won the comic, the BAFTA Comedy Award. Between um, those ears and those lips, you don't I'm, need Ruder, Ruder, Ruder. Just, just, just call see, Matt. We have different Martin tastes Clunes. of men. We have different tastes of men. That's all. There Carl is to Martin Clunes. Just have him put his lips around the drain. He can suck anything up. Okay, okay. in Doc, in Doc um, Martin, he looks totally different from anything that you would see in a lot of other things, especially men true. behaving badly. You that wouldn't even true. know he's the same guy practically. Matt, do Doc you like Martin, he's unattractive and older. <laughs> Men behaving badly, he's unattractive and younger. <laughs> in A is for acid, he's unattractive and creepy. Okay, in that one, yeah. And and in Doc Martin, it's like they almost try to make him look as ugly as they can. Yeah. Could be because character. his wife is the executive producer for most things. And she doesn't want anybody to think he's attractive and go after him. I know, she really is. She's except for men and behaving badly because she didn't know him yet for the first half of that show. They had, he had like six seasons of that, I think. See, I know a lot about him. He does. Matt, do you like him? It's an obsession, Denise. <laughs> Matt, do you like him? I didn't know him as well as other British comedians, I guess. He's okay. no Hugh Jackman, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm, I've, I've always been a Monty Python, keep, uh, not keep, uh, are you being served? fan um as well as like faulty towers but i've never i've never seen men behaving badly or anything like that i'll look it up because it sounds interesting okay. you'd like it it's yeah, not it like those shows but you're open it's no alex you would be yeah no you alex. would like him it's just a different type it's not monty python oh nothing's monty powers yeah. no but i'm just saying like in in it's not it's just kind of physical slash kind of boyish kind of but at the time where it's like the guys at that point it was like a boyish kind of a lot of guys make fun yeah. of or just talk about women like oh look at those women you know they but the but they're in in michael clune's character it's it's the not woman who's kind of like michael. i'm mike what you said michael did she I mean, martin, martin. What am I saying? Martin Clunes. Yes. Oh my God. I said the wrong name. Oh, pucks upon me. Pucks upon me. Um, but she's in charge and she plays the vet in Mark, in um, Doc Martin. Um, kind of like it? Animal House Light. Okay. I can only two guys. Kind of. I can dig that. You can dig that. I can. He has the most expressive face. Like, the stuff he does it's just like a rubber band face the expressions but once you start all that wobbling you can't stop it moving 
Oh God. Janice, I, I'm going to have to pick on you some more this week because I, I don't want to say who, but somebody thought that I picked on them a little too much last week. <laughs> so I'm going to have to pick on you some more. What, oh, and I, what are you I saying? Love I love it. When you what are you saying? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't face a big rent increase. So I'm, I'm going to have don't to. Say nothing. <laughs> don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. That's not true. Not true. Not true. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. They'll never know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Well, I can uh -uh. my my ten questions. How about we play the song of the day? Um, but maybe we shouldn't tell. Um, what's your name, Alex? Maybe we shouldn't tell Alex what it is. Oh wait, I I I, I have something interesting to tell you. I what? didn't tell you the other day because I decided you think it was too gross, Amy, but it, it's very interesting and I, and I have to share it because I just learned this. How many people nope. like Fig Newtons? Oh, you, I do. do you know well, you that? shared this with me. No, I didn't share all of it. Oh. You may have to go la 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 for a minute. I'm do you know what pollinates Fig Newtons? No, what? Or figs actually. There's what? a special wasp that pollinates figs. Oh, it gets grosser. So the wasp climbs into the fig, has its babies, then the babies eat the mother and they become part of the fig. So you know when you're eating the fig Newton and there's that little bit of grit? A little like, the little, like a little, little like almost like sand. Like almost a like sand. Guess what that is? What? That's the wasp remains. <laughs> no. Yeah. They still wouldn't have it in a fig Newton. By the time it makes it's, it into a fig Newton, isn't there a way to strain it out? I, apparently a, not. Isn't it's there a straining machine? Naturally part of the wasp. The wasp naturally becomes part of the fig. I do not believe they don't have any special wasp remaining straining machine okay, well, that takes do. it out before you get the, the fig newton cookie there okay. must be a machine specifically and you're charlie in the fact in chocolate factory world there's a machine to straight it out there should but the rest be. of us are eating wasp guts the amount of money they get for making fig newtons all over the land all over this world wherever they can you can get a fig newton mm. in different brands you cannot tell me there is not a way they have not figured out how to make a, a, a type of instrument that would strain out those little itty bitty grains of sand is what I'm calling it out of the Fig Newton. Do you know how I don't want to bother because nobody knew what was in there. But that would cost that company so much money. In a world of pure imagination. <laughs> <laughs> I found that out this week and I saved it for your show. You did. That is back to the day. Into your imagination. Oh no. I'm never gonna be able to eat a big Newton in the same way again. When I go food shopping next week, I'll bring you home a big bag of fig Newtons. I don't know. I'll have to be mentally ready the next time I eat one. I don't know if I can do it next week. <laughs> I might need more time. <laughs> I need more time. I, I need have more time. Hey, listen, the first time I ever saw Jaws on the big screen, I went home and what did we have for dinner? Fish. Think I could eat that? Anything you want to do it. Want to change the world. There's nothing to it. But I interrupted you. You were going to play a game, Miss Amy. What were you going to play? No, no, no. That's not what we were going to do. So you, don't know. you are the guest. Don't, don't. No, 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 no. You're the guest. The special guest of honor. We lead. We lead the show. So I was thinking of the song of the day. Song that's what I was thinking. Day, what will and it I be? picked it. I picked it especially for you. It's a, it's a treat um, for our listeners. So, Matt, we're not going to say what it is. It's playing right now. No, I'm kidding. 
Okay. Go. All I'm gonna all I'm gonna say first is that it was um, from September two thousand four, and you had a special role in this show. Okay. And at the gate of the circus tent, to step right up, you'll see a bearded lady, a six foot midget, and a guy two hundred and three. Trust me, my boy, you won't regret if you grab your wallet and flee. Cause back of the tent there's glue, a pair of stilts, and a guy just 23. It's only showbiz, and showbiz is all there is. It's not that hard, you don't need to be some kind of brilliant whiz. Barnum was wrong about the suckers. Once born when a minute has passed, I know that every second one shivels up more gullible than the last. When the candidate says he'll pass new laws and rid this. Now I see your face and you're not like singing along. I, I never did. I don't know what that is. That says it's from the curse of the Bambino. Oh, I played that which role. Is, which is Harry's song. That's right. I, I sang that song. TTG. Yes, did, that's true. You did the the premiere, although there was another. The lyric premiere. stage did that musical first. So so tell us about it because when I looked up on the on the website, I'm just going to say one thing first, and I want you to explain how you guys did it. That's that's why I wanted to do this early on in the show. I this think. it does say on the musical when you look on the website, it gives out like the world premiere in 2001. It actually says on the website. I'll let you go into it, um, Alex, but it does say September 2004, um, Red Sox inching closer to their world, first world championship in 86 years. Theater to go in Stoneham produces the curse of the Bambino. That's on their website. Then yeah. it says how, you know, how the, that was the year that the Red Sox won. And, and in December, when me. they had, December, they had to revise <laughs> the show because yeah. they won. So then the Hobie players did in 2007, yep. they did the revised version. Okay, Alex, go and tell us all about it. Okay, so first of all, I have to correct something. The world premiere was actually at the lyric stage a few years before. Okay. It was, Thank but you. the non-professional premiere was with Theater to Go. Thank you. Um, and it's a funny thing. I was not around for auditions for that show, but that is the role I would have auditioned for. I was in Montreal with the Boston Gay Men's Chorus. And oh. when I came back, they did not have a Harry for Z. And so they really? asked me to sing for it, and I did, and I got the role. Um, the show is brilliant, first of all. I don't know about the rewrite, but the original show is brilliant because it goes through all the times that the Red Sox almost won and lost. Yep. And depending on the decade that it happened, that's the style of music that the number is. And uh -huh. so it's absolutely, and they're very true to the eras. So it's absolutely beautiful. It's very funny. It's very fast moving. Um, it's a great show. And I didn't know a lot about Harry Frizee, but Harry Frizee was not a sports person. Harry Frizee was a <laughs> Broadway producer. And the reason why he sold Babe Ruth was because he needed money to stage No No Nanette. And so oh, right. he that was sold Babe Ruth to, the, to New York. Yeah. He also did not understand sports because he did not understand that you had a venue that was empty two thirds of the year, right? Yeah. He kept looking outside the window at the stadium. He's like, look at all those seats. They're empty and I'm not making any money from them, okay? So yeah. he didn't get it. And he was a hardware. So he started the curse. However, the curse was ended that year. And I will tell you why. Not a lot of people know this. But I am half of the reason why the Red Sox won that year. <laughs> and I am not even a baseball fan. Oh, Matt, you're no, shaking he... your head like you don't believe this is true. But wait till I tell you the story. So when I came back and I auditioned for the role of Harry Frizee, there was this new guy who had gotten already gotten the role of Babe Ruth. And, you know, he thought he was all that in a bag of chips, which, you know, I'm all that in a bag of chips at theater to go at that point, not him. In a bag of popcorn too. 
And so, you know, well, we kind of- he was a co-founder of the theater. So I guess he has to say that. Okay, go ahead. Uh, you know, so we kind of circled each other, like, you know, who's going to win this little street battle. And as things happened, we dated for a while. So what I got to tell you is that when Harry <laughs> Frizee and Babe Ruth do the nasty together, the curse is broken. Oh, God. Okay, for our young listeners. Okay. So yep. What a- I, I kept it clean. So because of that, right after that, what happens? The curse is broken and they win. Thank you very much, you Boston. I took one for the team. As it were. <laughs> there you go. And the rest is history. And the rest is history. <laughs> and me, not even a baseball fan. The other no. thing I will tell you about that show is there was a review. Well, two things, actually. The guys who wrote that show, I don't remember their names. It doesn't really matter because, you know, now it's just all associated with me. But they told me that I was better in the role than the guy at Lyric Stage. They liked wow. the way I played it because the guy at Lyric Stage, whoever he was, I don't know if you're out there listening, so sorry, but you have a career and I don't, so who, who cares? Um, he played him like a dimwit, but I came across as a businessman who was just in the wrong role. And then there was a guy, I can't remember his name. If somebody says it, I'll, re- I'll say, yeah, that was him. There was a guy back then that used to do a, a lot of online theater reviews. This was back before, you know, everybody did it so much. And he gave me a review for having a set of pipes. Like I should have had that like, you know, mounted on my wall. It was such a good review. Here are, by the way, if I can read it, music and lyrics by Steven Bergman. Yeah. Book and lyrics by David Crew. Yeah. K-R-U-H. Excellent show, fabulous. And I have to say, um, I had not been around. It was right before Men Who Came to Dinner, actually, Denise. Um, it was the next year, I think. It was like that next spring, I believe, was the Men Who Came to Dinner. Right before I came back to, to do shows again, I saw it. It was, you guys, I have to say, did a phenomenal job with it. It really was good. I love the little ensemble, the Rooters, yeah. they were called. The, the guys, the fans. Everybody yeah. was good. They're Everybody the ones that do all the numbers about the curses. Yep. They yeah. have to be in every era. They had to have costumes in every era and dance in all different styles. It was really good. Yeah. But of course, and the costumes, you know, costumes were great too. Yeah. Harry Frizee's show. So, you know, yeah. some people think so, it's Babe Ruth's show, but yeah. It's really yours. Is that yeah. what you're saying? That's Is that what, what, what you're talking? Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. They're, they're still in the process of writing the sequel. The life story of Harry Frizee. Of Harry, yeah. Okay, yeah. of course. Of course. I can't um, believe I'd forgotten that song. I know, I'm looking at you. The audience can't see that we can see each other. And I'm staring at you as Matt's playing this clip. And I'm like, he doesn't, I don't think he realizes what he's listening to. I, I expected you to at least, you know, have an expression of, oh my God, you're playing this. If not sing a line or, you know, or something and i'm like he doesn't know what he's hearing alex, alex it was in amy's notes it was in my notes in i don't have books. a lot in my notes anymore. perhaps i would have i would have been able to concentrate on that if you had actual clothes on amy but you know <laughs> oh stop my darling stop matthew's stop. gotten some hands full cutting this stuff out oh yeah well, we'll go on to the to the to the other song because I have two other songs that uh, Amy sent me. Eighty-six summers gone by, Bambino put a hex on the bean. We were living on a tear and a sigh in the shadow of the Bronx machine. Man, you could feel his smolder hold down at an attitude. And you get a little chip on your shoulder Say something that's downright rude Oh, damn, them Yankees Outspending everybody two to one Picking up on the cream of the crop Stealing everyone's favorite son Angels of Fenway Hear our prayer We have been chasing We have been 
okay, that song had me right up until that chorus. That was kind of silly. <laughs> but yeah, I do it, notice that in order to follow up with me, you had to go to James Taylor. <laughs> didn't, didn't think about that one. Didn't think about it clearly. That's enough. how big a star you needed in order to follow me. I guess, I guess yeah, so. Yeah, we, we, we should have we went right to this one. Tessie is the royal root is rally cry. Tessie is the tune they always sung. Tessie echoed April through October nights after serenade installed the name in young. Tessie is a maiden with a sparkling eye. Now that's more like it. <laughs> Who is that? Only Matt probably knows what that is. The reason I had Matt play those is because that's only two examples of all the songs that came out after they broke the curse about, um, you know, the breaking the curse or like the one James Taylor wrote was Angels of Fenway, Dropkick Murphys sang, that song was Tessie. And it was all about going back to the, the loyal fans of, of Boston and the Rooters and breaking the curse. And Matt, you might have want something you want to say about that. I um, was, so I remember it very clearly because I was in high school and I was on the soccer team at the time. And we had been told that we were not allowed to go to the par parade, meaning we weren't allowed to skip school and go to the parade. Um, but and if did. we, no, I didn't because they said, and I, believed them that if I went, they would be, I would, they would be, I would be suspended. It was my senior year of high school. So I was like, well, I guess not. But I remember watching that. I remember what I was watching it with both my parents down in my dad's uh, little man cave and we were, had the big screen and we watched. And I just remember thinking later, really the curse is reversed by an underhanded pass to, to the first base like that's no, the curse was, was reversed by an underhanded pass from Babe Ruth to Harry Frizee. This is what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I, I just think it was so anticlimactic, but who cared? The curse was reversed. I've, I'm a huge Red Sox fan, always have been. My mom and dad, the same thing. So it was a huge deal for us in, at, at, at the house. I, I'm not, I have to admit, I'm not, that's not my first love. My first true love is the New England Patriots long before they became a Brady's team. This was back when they were Steve Grogan and before that, and when they were just like awful. But I do love the Red Sox. Um, a little, well, love right now is a strong word, but yes, I was, I was crazy about the team. And of course I was, you know, incredibly insanely happy when the curse was broken. And um, I just loved <laughs> I love the spirit of what was going on in Boston, and I love hearing those songs coming out by everybody. The one that Dropkick Murphys did, um, Neil Diamond would come and sing that particular song, and the people would go insane. Um, and then, of course, the Dropkick Murphys came out with Chipping Up to Boston, which still to this day is like the any team in Boston that, <laughs> that wins a, any kind of a championship. That's what they play. Pretty but much. yeah, I, was, I, just, now. I yeah. just thought it would be fun to, um, <laughs> well, just, no, I, well, I guess that's Matt, Matt and I are now taking over the well, show. This well, is no, no, I'll, I'll, I'll wake Denise up. If that didn't wake you up, wakey. I, don't know, I don't know what else will. Well, thank you. All righty then. So we started that out for Alex and ended that for Matt and myself. <laughs> no, and, but no, but then the last song was for specifically uh, uh, Denise. Denise. Thank you, Matt. Yeah. Well, okay, wake All right. You know game, what that means. 
game time. Game time. Game time, Denise. Game time, Alex. <laughs> Are you ready? Oh, I'm, I'm ready. One, one, Amy, Amy, please. What? I do what? the sound effects. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Denise and I have our little bicycle sounds, no, 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 but no, 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 without no. bicycles. You didn't let me finish. Denise can do her sounds all she wants. Yeah. <laughs> you no no bueno. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hide them before next week, Matt. Thank you. I like that. Are you saying that I do them too often? <laughs> I get carried away. Okay, so here we go. We're gonna do the. Now this is gonna be a little different this time, Alex. All you have to do is name. He's gonna play a clip of a song from a musical. All you have to do is name the musical. It'll be easy. So we're gonna start right now, whenever you're ready, Matt. You got it. Something familiar, something peculiar, something for everyone. Comedy tonight, that's from Forum. Funny thing happened the on the way to Forum. There you go. Very know. good. I played that part. Who wrote it? Who wrote it? Uh, Stephen Sondheim did the lyrics. Yep. I don't remember who did the music. Stephen Stephen Sondheim also did the music. Oh, that's very <laughs> and, good of him. And book book was written by Larry Galbart and Bert Shoveloff. All right. Don't worry about the little very, players. I'm just a star. Very good. Thank you for waiting before you, I knew you had it, but thank you for waiting until Matt stops playing because we like the music. Okay, next one, please. Oh, for Daddy, spread the picture on a wider screen. And the voice said, Daddy, there's a million pigeons waiting to be hooked on new religions. Hit the road, Daddy, leave your common law wife. Spread the religion of the rhythm of life. And the rhythm of life is a powerful beat. Puts a tingle in your fingers and a tingle in your feet. Rhythm in your bedroom, rhythm in the street. Yes, the rhythm of life is a powerful beat. That is the rhythm of life from Sweet Charity. Who wrote it? Good question. I don't know. I tech directed that show. <laughs> it was uh, music by Cy Coleman, lyrics by Dorothy Fields, and book by Mr. Neil Simon. Oh. Very good. Now, the next one, you have to play the very, very beginning only, I hope. <laughs> Here we go. We just throw our hands to the sky and say, Has a digger, Iboy. Has a digger, It's the only way to get through all these troubled times. There's war, poverty, famine. But having a saying makes it all seem better. There isn't enough food to eat. Has a digger, People are starving in the street. Has a that is Hasadiga Iboai from the Book of Mormon. You looked it up. I did not. You looked I, it up. You just who, played it in the car for me a couple of weeks ago. I didn't right. think you'd remember. And who wrote it? A couple of weeks ago, you wouldn't remember. Don't know who wrote it. That was not part of the deal, Matt. Trey the Parker, deal was Trey Parker, Matt Stone, Trey Parker, Matt Stone, and uh, Robert Lopez. He just wanted to say it because there was a Matt involved. It, it's <laughs> an extra trivia. Well, why does Matt know? Matt, what do you have for one of your podcasts? What the listeners would like to know. Everything you never needed to know about movies, music, and theater. I see. That's why he knows all of these details. Thank you, Matt. Me on that show. There you go. Yeah. You can See, come on. We'll, there you go. We'll talk about the curse of the Bambino for two hours. There you go. All right. Well, you did better than I thought. I wasn't sure you'd get the last one. Very good. I nice. didn't think you'd remember. Very wow. nice. My next rent check remember. is going to bounce. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next game. Um, this is going to be the quote game again. And I'm not going to do any of the character, like accent, whatever. That there are quotes from three different characters, TV shows or movies. And I expect you to get all of them 
if he's going to have the last laugh, I'm going to have it first. Have the last laugh. I'm going to. That sounds like an Archie Bunker quote. Not good enough. Need to know the character. What character said it? Right show. I, I thought it was an Archie Bunker quote. It is, but you need to tell me the character. This is a character. The character quote. I'm telling you is doing it. What? No. You didn't say a character yet. That was what the name of the show is All in the Family. The character is Archie Bunker. No, not Archie Bunker. Who said it? One more guess. George Jefferson. Yep. You got it. All right. Next. Has to be one of the two pigheads. Would you stop you... interrupting me while I am interrupting you? <laughs> All right. Have I given you any indication that I care? I have no idea. I'll, I'll say it as a question. Have I given you any indication that I care? That's what I it is. I have no idea. None have at I all. You, none at all. Sophia from the Golden Girls. That's what I thought it was. All right, last one from a movie, a movie. Live, live, life is a banquet and most poor suckers are starving to death. Mame from Mame. Which Mame? Movie. Which Mame? It's really Auntie Mame. Yeah, the movie well, was Auntie Mame, not Mame. With it, Rosalind Russell. But I'll count it. I'll count it. You got that it. In, every Mame has always said that. <laughs> yes. Well, you got it right then. Good for you. That's the quote and you got it. Good for you. Yeah, All right. for me. Two out of three. Good Matt, what what time is your next podcast, Matt? Isn't it at nine o'clock? Yeah, we're still good. We're good. Okay. All right. Yay. Oh, oh good you, for you. Oh, wait, no, wait, we got one more. Thank you. Denise, take it over. I'm not talking anymore for a moment. <laughs> Go, Denise. This is so easy. Okay. Flash questions. Fresh or frozen? Alex, Fresh. movies Fresh. or TV? Huh? Movies or TV? TV. Planes or road trips? Road trips. NPR or CBS? NPR. C sedan or SUV? SUV. Bath or shower? Shower. Square box or Kleenex rectangle? Rectangle. English or math? English. Good surprise. Lake or ocean? Uh, ocean. 7-Eleven or 11 to 7? Seven? 7-Eleven. Seven <laughs> that was it. That was so exciting. And so what's the grand I prize? Get nothing. You lose. Good day, <laughs> sir. The story of my life. This episode seemed to be more about Willy Wonka than I intended it to be. <laughs> yes, all roads lead to Willy Wonka. So because you got all of the questions right, you'd win a grand prize if so we you had get one. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Good day, there, sir. There better be a golden ticket waiting for me when I come downstairs. That's all I can say. Oh, and a Wonka you know bar. Denise, next time you come over, I think we can give him two pens instead of one. How about that? <laughs> All right. That's well, I can bring a selection and then he can choose. All right. That's yeah. what you get. A selection of pens. Delivered, yeah. And sterilized Delivered. so you get nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> you get nothing. <laughs> I just want you to know, I was gonna possibly pick something from Sound of Music for the multiple choice or the um, music game. And I thought, I better, I don't think I'm going to because Denise and I might lose it and laugh throughout the entire sound clip. <laughs> yes. See, we're starting it all over again. Oh, I know what I'm gonna do the next time we have Alex on. Oh. And, oh and, I can, and I can do it and nobody else will know what it is because it's a visual thing. So only Alex will get it. 
Oh, not even me, huh? Hey. Wow. Are you telling me that you're going to be the one with all your clothes on next time? This is not the reaction Denise usually has when I sing. <laughs> No, I absolutely. <laughs> I remember I got to sing the in in the choir with you, and I was in front of you. you yeah, yeah, story we last that time. <laughs> it was ages ago. I was in seventh heaven because I got to get Alex behind me. She were was we in also seventh in Nuncrackers together. What? Yes, we were yeah. also in Nuncrackers together. That's right. Yeah. I thought you and I watched him in that show. You were in it? Uh-oh. Who would I watch it with? I thought no, you were in it together? I was in it. Oh. <laughs> so what Who imaginary did friend did you have sitting next to you, Amy? I don't know. Oh, gosh, I'm worried. <laughs> oh, well. Was it perhaps Kate? I, I don't know. <laughs> all right well i guess um i don't know i have no idea i don't have my clicker i i i had a very sad thing happen to me right before the show i realized that i had no ink anymore in my printer so i couldn't i couldn't print out my notes normally i have my notes printed out and put in front of me on my stand and i I was a little nervous today, tonight, because I don't have them. I have to look at my little phone. As you can see, my, my iPhone here. That's where all my notes are, right here. Oh, good for you. And how was it? <laughs> so I don't have my timer, because usually my timer is on my phone. So I have no idea how long the show's been going on. Oh, Denise, is it your bedtime? <laughs> It's way better. How was it? Oh, good for you. For you. <laughs> and how was Oh, oh. <laughs> anyway, now he's doing that on purpose. Now he's doing it on purpose. Is he giving us a message? Yes. Uh, this is for you. <laughs> Wrap it up, ladies. He doesn't like my sound effects. <laughs> All right. Oh, good for you. And how was it? <laughs> Thank you, everybody. All right. I think that's it for this show. Thank you, Alex, once again for being our special guest. And we will have you back. We don't know when, but you'll definitely come back. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We'll, we will hope that they will come back and listen to us next time. And how was it? <laughs> If we lost them by now. <laughs> okay, we're seriously. That's how bad, 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 you, bad, you, bad, 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 bad. Alrighty then. Alrighty then. I love you. Now, now Denise is gonna have to come over and spank you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>